0: And we're recording. Uh, I don't even know how to. Re- what are we called again? Ring uh, Badgers Wrestling Ring Podcast.
1: Pieces. Hey,
0: everybody. We are back.
1: Finally.
0: Guess who's back with a brand new rap? It's the Ring Badgers. I am the Martin Duffy, and here's the Joshua of Youth. We've been gone for three months. Tell them why. Because we got girlfriends. We got actual human female girlfriends who um, want to spend time with us.
1: Yeah, and most podcasts are generally hosted by sexless losers. And uh, now,
0: we are just sexy losers.
1: Now we are just sexy
0: losers. <laughs> Is that who you were messaging before we uh, came yeah, my, on, on the my air? My girlfriend. The old Funny. ball and chain.
1: You know. Trouble and strife. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. Funny little story. Uh, as you can see, I'm wearing my Jimmy Havoc t-shirt that says, Die Havoc, Die. Yes, of that's it. right. And you know how sometimes the... In the morning, you wake up, you're like, oh, you don't think about it. You just pick a T-shirt out and you put it on. So um, I wore this. I wear the same
0: T-shirt every day. I just have like 17 of these different. Yeah, so little... you know, you
1: won't look at the, um, you know, the logo and the shade of no, blue. No, exactly. Um, but I, you know, I didn't look at when I put this shirt on, and it happened to be the same day that I was meeting Neve's work colleagues for the first time at a summer barbecue. Now there we go. So I turn over a shirt that says "Die Havoc, Die" across the front of it. And people think that I'm some sort of psychopath. I had to um, pull out an old Simpsons reference and go, no, 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 it's German for the havoc, the.
0: I'm terrified of how close I came to spoiling your story there, because as soon as you mentioned the t shirt, I was going to do the uh, Sideshow Bob reference.
1: But yeah, that mortified Neve, but she, you know, she still stayed with me, which is good. You haven't. You haven't blown it yet. Not yet. Me neither.
0: <laughs> Speaking of things that have happened since our last podcast, we want to say a quick thank you and congratulations to Gino and everyone else at Tap Out Wrestling for an awesome show back in uh, October. That's It's right. a while ago now, but we've been we've been laying low for a while.
1: Our, our first commentary gig. Yeah, that's right. Um, it was
0: an awesome show. Tap Out Wrestling 3 at the Agincourt in Cambly, a.k.a. the Mid-Surrey Coliseum.
1: Or Hampshire, if you're the uh, strawberry that uh, was calling the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know, the ring announcer
0: are you still healing it or do you actually have some animosity towards him about that
1: um yeah, yeah. he's a nice guy yeah I think he was a, Yeah, I think he was a little bit nervous but you know you would be in front of a crowd of people wouldn't you yeah
0: that was a really really good fun show though like I was thinking back like we started this podcast in March mm. if you told me then that six months later I'd be you know somehow on stage Calling a match of guys like um, Chuck Mambo, yeah. who was uh, on the first Progress show that you took me to, yeah. Endeavour, something or other,
1: and uh, you know,
0: there's not much gimmick to Chuck Mambo, is there? He's, no, he's, uh, he's uh, himself turned up to eleven. He's not walking around I stabbing people.
1: I, I don't even think that's him turned up to eleven. I think that is just him. He, he dials is, it down. He is, ju- isn't, yeah, <laughs> dials it down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just sad he stopped doing his time travel gimmick.
0: What was his time travel game? Like?
1: Um, well, during, like, f- when Progress were doing the Freedom's Road, he'd, he'd turn up with a surfboard covered in tinfoil claiming that he had time travel capabilities and, um, you know, he'd, he'd turn up into the ring wearing a toga claiming he'd been to the Roman times.
0: That's amazing. Yeah.
1: I mean, we'll probably find some like, ancient Egyptian hieroglyphics with, like, you know, get all the men uh, with, like, the dog heads and then you got Chuck Mambo there with a surfboard going, like, you know, doing the little... Some historian and, like, j- going, um, this means hay... Uh, ho,
0: Mam, what could this possibly mean? Mm, no. Bo. Probably I want to is. go through this whole list of names, like Connor Mills, who I've seen on, you know, main roster progress shows, going to call his matches. El who whose match with da- fantastic David Francisco yep. went viral twice on Reddit, went to the front page of um, yep. of Squared Circle. El
1: tried to murder my mentor, David Francisco.
0: I just love the fact that... Uh, so, uh, for anyone who hasn't seen this, oh, by the way, it'll be available at some point. I don't think it's available yet. The show, is it?
1: Um, no, I think it will has... it'll, it'll
0: probably get a DVD release and maybe uh, if it's like their previous shows, it'll be an online. We'll, we'll keep uh, yeah. we'll keep track of that and post a link on our Facebook if it does happen. Um, but uh, my favorite thing about that, so they're fighting all over the arena. Mm. They slam into the fire doors at the back. Yeah. I don't know if it was even supposed to happen that they just gave out and they ended up on the A30. But my favourite thing about that is that they spill out into the road and the ref jumps down to the road and looks insolently at these cars and be like, hey, do you mind? We're trying to have a wrestling match here. <laughs> yeah, God, go, round.
1: go round. Go round!
0: Car drivers think the roads are all about them. It's not. They never give any thought to pedestrians,
1: cyclists, yeah. professional wrestlers. If they thought cyclists were a problem, now you've got a new problem. Professional wrestling matches. <laughs> and yeah, they may not pay their road tax, which hasn't existed since 1935. No, that's true. Um, but you know, if they want to wrestle in the road, they fucking will wrestle in the road. Let's go through
0: the whole list of lame- Alexander Roth. How incredible was he?
1: Yeah, I think he's not my new favorite. Like, he—he um, he just um, you can tell he was paying attention in the Pete Dunne seminar because, like, you know, oh, he, was that the one you went to with? Yeah, was he yeah, there. Yeah. Okay, I didn't realize. Um, but he, you know, he. He was just horrible to his opponent. He didn't really pay much attention to the crowd. It's horrible to his opponent. Yeah, beating beating the shit out of him. Their opponent. He was a revelation.
0: He's like um, proof of where indie wrestling is at right now. That you can go to a local show and have these. You know, it's like if you're going to compare it to anything, it's like you know when you're a teenager and the support band of the band that you go and see is better. Yeah, and it's like that excitement of, but you know, because I think this. Everyone knows that the indie scene is really hot right now. But I think there's still a perception that you have to go to like London or Manchester or Glasgow to see a great show. And it's simply not true. There's so much talent right now that yeah. it's like spilling into every show. And, um, you know, if you go to... you Because know, I think the perception is still... Bit, and I would have had this one as well before doing working on um, Tap Out Wrestling 3. That if you go to a local indie show, it's going to be like some guy that tagged with Regal in 87.
1: Yeah, or Gangrel. I was going to say, versus Gangrel,
0: <laughs> you know, in a two-minute squash match. And yeah. it's not, it's, it's indie wrestling now is not the place for people who've been to the top and are now on their way down. It's it's about people on the way up. Yeah. Yeah, you know, guys like um, Alexander Roth and Disciple, who was another one I was really...
1: Yeah, really I mean, people like Roth and Disciple, they're, they're the sort of, I mean, if you put them next to, say, people like Maverick Mayhew and Connor Mills, people pay, the Mayhew's and Mills are hot at the moment, but, you know... They do all the flippy shit and and stuff like that. But, you know, I love all that. I think it's great and it's really, really eye-catching. But, you know, you, you come for Mills and Mayhew's and you stay for, like, Roth and Disciple because... Exactly. You know, like, they, those guys are they're going to be the sort of real slow burners. I mean, like, it took Pete Dunne. I don't know how long it took Pete Dunne... 10 years for him to really get noticed. I mean, and I like, remember hearing his name
0: for a long time. Yeah. And then cuz was he more
1: of an ICW guy? No, he's it it, more like, like attack and um that sort of okay. thing, Midlands promotions, but But um,
0: like yeah, but not progress. Yeah. and like I remember he was in one of those qualifying matches for the UK Tourney. Yeah. It UK Tourney,
1: yeah, I think back, we Yeah. beat him. Yeah. Um, can you imagine but, that now? <laughs> yeah. But um People like Roth and Disciple, they've got the benefit of the fact that the British indie scene is shit hot at the moment. When Dunn started, exactly. it kind of was a little bit dead, um, or, or at least not dead. It was sort of. Just I mean, I've a oh, I,
0: I remember when back in I don't know 2010 or something when TNA signed Haskins, a yeah. very young Haskins, and uh, I was like, okay, who's this guy? And I looked up some videos, and his like prime, uh, you know, matches on YouTube were literally in front of twelve people. Fifteen, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the indie scene was dire. I mean, you didn't have ago.
1: like your progress. ICW were just sort of finding their identity. Yeah. Um. I mean, IPW are probably still going, but again, you know, it's only really now that I think IPW have really since they've taken over the new ownership. The new owners are doing a really great job. Um, I thought I was a little bit skeptical at first off. When was that? This the other ones based in Kent. Yeah, this was probably, I don't know, maybe about sort of six, nine months ago, Like the new owners came in, they put the title on Johnny Storm. after okay. t- Taking it off of Jimmy Havoc, when Jimmy Havoc had the title for nearly two years, I thought it was a bit of a strange decision to put it on Johnny Storm. Nothing wrong with Johnny Storm, but you know there are other people like who were re- like Kyle Noir, for example, um, who had a really good storyline going with Jimmy Havoc, and I thought it would have made more sense to put it on him, but they put it on Johnny Storm. Right. And then Johnny Storm lost it, I don't know, Almost immediately to think Mark Haskins, and then Austin Aries turns up and uh, beats Mark Haskins. Um, but you know, it's all looking quite good now. They've got this good angle going on this invasion angle with Defiant Wrestling, aka What Culture Pro Wrestling. Oh, good and. for them. So that's all pretty cool. Oh, that's nice. Have you seen Austin Aries recently? He's got about six titles. I did see
0: one picture on Reddit of him. I think he turned up at uh, what was the rebranded What Culture called? Uh, Dest- Defiant. Defiant. Yeah, I, I saw him yeah. showing up at that. So
1: he's got the Impact title, the Impact, you know, their secondary title, whatever that's called, the Defiant title, the IPW title, um, another title from another promotion that I didn't recognise. Um, Yeah, about five titles. Oh, good for him. Yeah, if he met with those... There might down, be a certain Cruiserweight
0: division that wants him back soon. Yeah. More maybe. on that later. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, but, um, you know, like, going back to the whole thing about, you know, going to see a local band or anything, like, if you go and see some... You know, set, well, put it in the wrestling context as well. Like, if you go and see some show, and we're already picking on Gangrel today. I love hey, Gangrel, I don't he, know why, but look. He knows what he's doing. He knows who he is. Someone like Gangrel. I love Gangrel. Uh, Connor Mills versus Gangrel for the title. Book it, Gino. Next, uh, Tap Out Wrestling 4. But, um, you know, if you go and see some legend, you meet them, you get an autograph, whatever, you're like, okay, cool. But if you go to see a independent show and you meet some up-and-comer who you know, really impresses you, it's going to be like, you know, seeing some great support band. You're going to follow their progress. Yeah. You're going to to be really rooting for them for months to come as opposed to the autograph that's going to sit in a drawer.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, um, it's like, I don't know, probably a bad example, but I got my photo with Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano before they were signed by WWE. So I'm more like this. (laughs) Well, I saw them before they were famous. Oh, yeah. Oh, (laughs) don't,
0: don't underestimate, like, the hipster... Oh, element yeah. as well, I'm like fully I mean, who be would... that guy? Yeah, exactly, you want to show off your Instagram and show what data was on, and show that you were in there before everyone else liked them. Yeah, it, it, like that probably is I actually mean, like, a genuine reason for th- like I'm the growth of the industry I'm pretty sure. NBC.
1: I don't. I don't know if it was his first match, but I'm pretty sure it might might have been um, Roy Johnson's first match at an Endeavor show. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure it was his first match. I don't know. I'll have to look into that. Um, you know what? Fuck it, I'm going to say it was his first match, and I was there for it, and then. Who's going to argue? Yeah, And I think I did a training session with him once. I was in a training session. He was there. And so I say to him, you see him on WWE television. (laughs) I trained with him. (laughs) And uh, I didn't get anywhere.
0: Um, One more thing about Tap Out Wrestling. Uh, Stay tuned because there's a couple more things coming up that we're doing. Apparently they liked our work. Have you watched it back, by the way? Not all of it. Uh, What did you think of our work? I think we did all right. I think we did okay. My big fear was that we were going to go on there and all of our podcasting was going out the window and we were just going to completely freeze up and say, uh, there's a slam by the, the man. Oh, and, the, the, and it'd be like the boom goes the dynamite guy. Have you ever seen that video? <laughs> no. It's like some, um, I think it was some college kid who's like training, you know, doing like media studies or whatever, but he was doing the college radio or, uh, like college TV station, you know, like how college sports yeah. are huge in America. And, um. I don't know if his cue screwed up or something, but basically he's commentating on a basketball game, and he's just going, uh, and and he he's he's got the ball and he he uh, pass, passes it to to uh, to the man and the guy dunks it and he goes and boom goes the dynamite.
1: <laughs> we just drop it in.
0: I think yeah, he probably works in accounting. Did we? Though. I
1: can't remember. Did we get in one of the references that we wanted to get in? That the, being, oh, and that's a bad miss.
0: I don't know if we did actually. Oh, that, that, that does bring us back to my point, though, that uh, we're going to be doing some more commentary for Tap Out Wrestling for some pre-recorded shows uh, that were back in the summer of 2017. So maybe that could be a perfect opportunity for us to say, oh, that's a bad miss.
1: Oh. Or, oh, it's not gone well. It's not gone well at all. Yeah, stay tuned. You know, who knows what quips we'll come out with.
0: Let's move on and talk about the Royal Rumble, which is coming up.
1: Yeah, we come back just in time for the Royal Rumble.
0: Any predictions? Well, there's a a women's Rumble match this year.
1: Yeah, I guess we're going to get a few uh, surprise
0: returns. I was expecting it to be 10 or 20 women, but they're going to go the full 30. Yeah.
1: Well, I think uh, Asuka's got to win, hasn't she? And then go through to WrestleMania. Yes, I assume so. And just kick people to death, as she always does.
0: Although, given... um...
1: I think if Asuka wins, she should have a shot at Brock Lesnar, at at Mania, and kick him to death. That would be a bit unfair on Brock. It would be, but, he, you know, he needs a chance. Oh, it has
0: to, yeah. No, you're right, it has to be Asuka.
1: Yeah.
0: And, um... Yeah, I guess. That, uh, if... uh, who, are, who are the other contenders? I mean, Charlotte, I suppose, if they're going to bring in Ronda Rousey. Although, Charlotte's star power has kind of dropped off a little bit, hasn't it? Yeah. It'll probably be Stephanie McMahon.
1: Yeah, probably. And the Triple H should win the Rumble again. Oh, no. God, imagine if Shane McMahon won the Rumble. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well... Okay, I was going to give my two uh, not demands but you know, things I want to see from the Rumble one is more likely than the other because one thing I'd like to see is a first time winner which given the likelihood of Roman Reigns winning it and going on to face um, Brock Lesnar yeah. is unlikely but the, the other thing I really want to see because you know, I just miss it being that sort of launch pad yeah. for a guy's career but uh, the other thing I'd like to see is just the winner of the Rumble main event's Wrestlemania last match yeah. That's really what I want to see. And if that means Roman Reigns winning it again, uh then so be it. But um I'd i I'd love to see Braun win it.
1: Yeah, that would be fantastic. Um rumour has it E C three is gonna show up, he's gonna get like the sort of the A J style treatment. Oh that'd be good. Um would he still be E C three? Well he owns the trademark of the name, so he could be. So like Dixie Carter would be canon in yeah. WWE law. The, the thing is like um you know, they, they they've obviously acknowledged the existence of Dixie Carter because she was on that Kurt Angle. That's right. Thing, so you know, they can't deny that she exists. And I don't know. I think it might be cool to get Dixie Carter in as his manager or something.
0: I would, uh, yeah, I'd bring her in.
1: Yeah, why not? You know, I think family. she really wants that. Yeah, I
0: think uh, that was one of the reasons that she um, held off for so long on selling her share of TNA or uh, or whatever, however it went down. I think she was really hoping that they would get outright. Bought by WWE, yeah, and she could come in as a as a character.
1: That would be cool. And um, another rumor, which I hope, is then um, Peter um, might show up because um, he, with his WWE contract, um, it states that WWE can just, you know, recall him anytime yeah. if they want to. So if he's got a booking with an indie promotion. He's got to cancel that guy for the WWE. So, we had a booking on the 28th of January ah. with a promotion, and due to a WWE contractual obligation, he had to pull out.
0: It couldn't get much more clearer than that, surely.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: a bit of dick move to not use him now.
1: Yeah, I mean, unless unless he's going to show up and um, at a Takeover or do something at Takeover. Yeah, true. Um, but either way, I mean, it's pretty obvious we're going to be seeing Peter over that weekend. Which, That'd be
0: very, I'd be delighted yeah. to see him. I'd love to see That'd him in the ring. Yeah.
1: I mean, it makes sense, you know, they, have, they sort of chucking a little, you know, they had Jack Gallagher turn up last year, didn't they, you know, when he was... i got to be over. honest, I don't remember. <laughs> he turned, yeah, he turned up and I think, yeah, he did all right.
0: Oh yeah, he was, he was kind of hot shit when he first came in for a while.
1: Oh yeah, people loved him, he was, he was so over, but now he's sort of like, I don't know, his stock has dropped.
0: So, uh, Pete Dunne could show up at NXT Philly. Yeah. Which brings us to NXT Philly. Yeah. I've got a list of matches here. So for the title it's Andrade Cien Almas versus Johnny Gargano. Do you know what I'm feeling? What's up
1: Champa running. It, it would be about right. When Timing he, wise.
0: He must have, I mean he must have been. When out. did he go out? Let's well, I mean, it was meant to be six or nine months and it six, feels like ages uh, ago then. An
1: ACL is six to nine months.
0: And uh, given the you know, athletes that you know, they're not gonna say six to nine months if it's actually gonna be close to nine. That's surely nine times out of ten that's uh, gonna be close to six months.
1: Let's just have a look when Champa was injured, see if we can get some information. September 7th so September whatever is that all
0: September 7th yeah okay so he could still come in and cost Gargano the match yeah it's not like he has to work a full match or anything
1: yeah that would
0: probably be it do you want to see
1: Gargano win the title I do want to see him win the title eventually but you know you want to see him you don't want to you want to see him have a little bit of a rough ride to it I'm
0: also really enjoying shithead Andrade
1: yeah I mean when they put the title him, I was like Mm. but I mean like he cut that promo after he won it I was like I couldn't even understand what he was saying he was just speaking so fast and it was a real sh- piece of shit promo yeah but um, it's good that he's got Zelina Baker as um, a mouthpiece yeah Not, uh, no, there were... no innuendo intended <laughs> none taken <laughs> mouthpiece Alistair Black versus Adam Cole in an Extreme Rules match that would be good because um, Alistair Black's been tweeting about how first time they thought it was to win this time it's just to kick the shit out of him basically um, I like that do you know what I love showing people compilations of Black Mass oh yeah how cool would it be to be able to do a kick like that and just, just spin kick the taste out of somebody's mouth Oh, like the
0: accuracy that he has with it as well is yeah. crazy um,
1: um, Adam Cole's always good value
0: do you think because uh, the Undisputed Era the other two thirds of the Undisputed Era are going for the tag sorry they are the other tag champions going against Authors of Pain do you think it was clean sweep
1: for uh, Undisputed Era mm, you know what it's extreme rules there is no rules they're obviously going to get involved Yeah. unless somebody comes out and I don't know anything can happen really in extreme rules match it's very difficult to predict but mm. it is. The same it does
0: hint it. at some fuckery doesn't yeah, it yeah
1: absolutely yeah
0: uh Ember Moon versus Shayna Baszler.
1: Mm, well,
0: I'm loving Shayna Baszler by the way. Yeah, I always was, so that's me, not me. Me too.
1: I mean like just what even just uh, stamping on Dakota Kai's arm like that. I mean like she I mean I think I think she's probably been watching some Peter matches as well, you know. Her style is very similar to Peter, you know. I really
0: like the fact that she's not too MMA. Yeah. She's a little bit obviously. She looks like a legit fighter. Yeah, they don't and, and, play yeah. that down or anything. But she's not just coming in with an MMA gimmick. I really like that. Yeah,
1: I mean the the, the holds that that she's doing are pretty cool. You know, she's being horrible to her opponent, just being an outright bitch. And, yeah, and you know, like I say, she looks fucking hard as well. I mean, if if Asuka was still in NXT, you know, you 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 would not be disappointed if Shayna Baszler broke her undefeated streak.
0: No, at all. She's like. Cool. Well, because it's got a like legitimacy to it but, as well.
1: I mean, I don't know, I'm, I'm just still not convinced by Amber Moon. I don't know, I just... No, I know
0: what you mean, because it's like they abandoned her character. Yeah. She came in as this sort of mysterious character.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Then they've sort of done this whole redemption thing with her that's completely humanised her. It's it's just been odd, but I think it's some been some of NXT's worst booking, actually.
1: Yeah. I don't know, just, it's just, just not connecting with me. No. So I'm hoping Baze Le are out and... The title goes on her. I
0: love seeing Shayna Baszler choke people out, so that works for me. Is Lars Sullivan doing anything? Our man, Lars Sullivan.
1: I think Roddy Strong has challenged him.
0: Okay, so, I might be a week or two behind.
1: Yeah, so I think Roddy Strong's challenged him, um, and could, obviously Lars Sullivan will win the match because he's bigger than Roddy Strong. Exactly. You know, it's why even bother having the match? I know, just just fodder for him, I guess. But um, I do feel bad for Roddy Strong because he's kind of just been. Lost in the mix, really.
0: Yeah. I think, um, I just remember when he debuted. And I know he's got the, the you know, the, there was that video package about why he's there and what he's doing. Yeah. But uh, there's a huge difference between a guy like Roddy Strong and a guy like Eric Young. Yeah. Eric Young really didn't rest on his laurels. He didn't come in as like the hot free agent because that story has been done so many times. Yeah, uh, He came up with a completely new gimmick and is making it work. Whereas Roddy Strong is just Roddy Strong, and I don't really yeah. know what to make of it. I, there's there's no reason to differentiate him from Adam Cole or any of the other else. I feel else that
1: and, that video packaging kind of made him come across as a, like a little bit like wet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know, Galaco,
0: who's um, cosplaying as a wrestler.
1: Yeah, I mean, you could argue the same for Gargano, but for some reason it works for Gargano. Yeah. But it doesn't work for Roddy. It's a bit more real with Gargano, like when you see him on Twitter, you know, fanboying
0: over his new action figure or the fact that he's yeah. in a new video game.
1: And then you see pictures of him as a kid when he was fat as fuck.
0: Was he? Yeah. It's like oh, he, wow. He's
1: such a fat kid. Perfect. And, and now he's looking well, real remember, Jack, baby.
0: I remember when they tried signing him in 2010 or something. I just remember hearing about this indie guy that they were trying to say. It was, it was around the time they signed this uh, Brian Danielson bloke. Mm. And uh, he was looking real Jack, baby back then.
1: But yeah, you know, now he's looking real, Jay. Like, you know, really, really cut and kind of yeah. everything. You know, um, doesn't have that. You know, he used to have that bit of, when we used to when we saw him at progress. He had that yeah. saggy bit of belly skin. Yeah, For he used to be a fat kid, and now he not have that anymore. He's really, stretched it out. Yeah, really toned up. But with, yeah.
0: an, with a nice thick trunk.
1: Yeah, nice functional thick trunk. Um, yeah, so poor Roddy. Who? Oh yeah, sorry.
0: You mean Lars Sullivan meat? Yeah. Last Sullivan's dinner this Sunday, <laughs> oh, this yeah. Saturday. Uh, I think that's everything on NXT. Did you see Raw 25 last night?
1: Um, I didn't watch it. I haven't, I've read the um, results, but I've not watched it. Dog shit. I uh, heard it was very disappointing. It was
0: awful. Like, So they did this multiple venue thing. So they had some people in the Manhattan Center where the first Raw was, and everyone else at the Barclays Center. Uh, people at the Manhattan Center are now demanding refunds because they saw so little. They basically paid $400 to watch Raw on a screen. Oh but yeah. most of it they had like the Undertaker but like even it was I mean I'm not surprised but it's like um. it was like a demonstration of everything that's wrong with WWE right now mm. focusing way too much on the past Revival got completely buried oh yeah Revival went up against Gallows and Anderson and, and uh, I don't know if Finn was in the match or not but then basically ate everyone's finishes uh, while uh, decrepit members of DX oh, too no. suited with uh it, it was it was dreadfully. Uh, it's be how like, do you do, fellow kids? Like it, Road Dog looks like. So, I mean, I, you know, all respect for everything he's done, but Road Dog just looks like he looks like the fifty-year-old man that he is, and uh, he's sticking it to you know and, uh, it's gonna, Dash it's and it's Dawson. It's going to be
1: like what happened to the Ascension. Oh, they can't do that to the Revival. Yeah,
0: well, people were having a prayer circle on Reddit last night so that the it's, Revival wouldn't get buried too badly. and It's ridiculous and it wasn't because like, they too...
1: cut this amazing promo yeah. last week,
0: and it was all just to build it up for this. Burial. Yeah. I hope they can come back from it, but it's not a good show of faith of where they're at with the company. No. And I don't know why, because they're just I'm i I'm so tired of seeing ah. awesome NXT prospects come up and do nothing. I would love... I'm still salty about American Alpha being split up. I know Jason yeah. Jordan's been pretty funny now. Um, but he's doing pretty well now. Now that he's discovered his sort of angle like yeah. character.
1: Cocky entitled Little Bastard.
0: But uh, if we were going to look for a positive, though, uh, someone who came up from who didn't do much in NXT but came up to the main roster is um, Elias. Yeah, he's the doing well. formerly known as Elias Sampson. He had a good backstage segment with Jericho last night, which has got a huge pop from the crowd. Did you hear about Jericho wearing his Alpha Club <laughs> yeah. t shirt? Um, he does what he wants. Yeah, I know. Who's going to tell him otherwise? Um, but yeah, Elias uh, beat the shit out of Cena.
1: Good. No, good. It's probably
0: going to lead to a Rumble elimination, but. You know, he looked good doing it. He's like just an example of someone who is just made for being on the main roster rather than NXT. Yeah, I mean... Like um, Mojo Rawley to some extent as well.
1: His character's probably a little bit too cheesy for sort of the, the marks that go to NXT. Yeah, exactly. Whereas on the main roster, you know... That's you go all. to the main
0: roster, you drop one of your names yep. and you do your thing. Which Speaking of which, is Lars Sullivan going to be Lars or Sullivan on the main roster?
1: maybe Sully Sully in a a Monsters Inc yeah that's oh man that's going to happen isn't it he's not going to be Lars Sullivan I can tell you that much he's going to get the Tyrus tree or he'll get
0: uh, some lame uh, uh, nickname the um, the hairy beast Lars Sullivan
1: no because the hairy beast would obviously be Killian Dane that's true he looks like he's wearing a mightiest girl's jacket all the time
0: (laughs) hey Killian I like your jumper does that come in a (laughs) V-neck
1: Oh, God. I can see your pink nipples through. Poking through, like, little moles. That's disgusting. Do we talk about Enzo Amore?
0: Let's stick to the facts. Okay, Enzo has been released by WWE. Shall
1: we um, see if we can find a statement?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know they didn't wish him all the best in his future endeavours. You wouldn't, would you? No, if his future endeavours... No, no, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: (laughs) (laughs) whoa. Uh... he you, will no longer be working for WWE Do You, know what you, you didn't even future. know
1: what I was going to say. Yeah, because I think it was the
0: same thing I went to say.
1: Right. WWE has come to terms on the release of Eric Arendt brackets Enzo More. Nothing more. That's it. Um, it's off. strange
0: though, isn't it? You know, because he hasn't been charged with anything. But no. I just wonder if that's been uh, agreed upon and he's... Maybe. I, d- I don't but... know. It's very strange. Uh, we drunkenly booked tickets to some progress show in May. Oh. Tell me about it. what are we going to see?
1: We're going to go see Super Strong Style sixteen.
0: Sixteen. What's that, um, what yeah. that
1: What's that then? What does that do? What uh, does that do? Well, wait. Progresses annual tournament. The winner gets a shot at the Progress World Championship. Is it like days. a knockout tournament? Yes, yeah, the knockout tournament over three days at the alley Palais.
0: I'm looking forward to it. So am I. We're going to Airbnb it. I think we should. So we can get fucking hammered.
1: Have a ring badgers party at the Airbnb. Yeah. Back to the Airbnb. Party with the ring badgers. Awesome. But not that... No. I won't say that.
0: Yeah. Whatever it was, don't say it.
1: Yeah. I've really got to be careful what I say. I don't think
0: I need to bleep anything, but... Well, we'll see. Yeah. Shall we finish with our match of the week? Okay. Which I have... And what you're going to need to do is go to facebook.com forward slash Disciple Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Alternatively, go to the Tap Out Wrestling Facebook page because they shared it. It was originally on the 12th of January. And there you can see Disciple versus Johnny Storm featuring the voices of yours truly, the Martin Duffy and the Joshua of Youth. Let us know what you think about our uh, wrestling commentary. Call in the action as it is.
1: Yeah. Play by play.
0: And is there anything else to
1: add? Anything else to add? Um, No, I mean, obviously there's been a lot of negativity in the wrestling scene at the moment, but... Let's focus on the power of positivity. Focus on the power of positivity, but at the same time, not ignoring the fuckery that went on. But don't let them spoil it for us. Well, um, they're all going to go to jail anyway, so fuck them.
0: We have girlfriends
1: now, by the way. Yeah, we've got girlfriends, did you know that? Mine's (laughs) Irish. Mine isn't. And she makes cakes. That's true. Yeah.
0: Catch you next time. Bye.